0: Welcome to the Arena Church podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Well hi everyone. Happy Christmas on behalf of Caroline and I and the family and uh, I trust that you're all in good heart and good health uh, today. It's my joy to uh, speak to you with regards to the light, you've seen a great video and I trust you have enjoying and have enjoyed the service so far. And uh, I want to re- speak directly into that whole thought of light. But before I go there, I don't know whether you've ever had an experience where you've arrived somewhere too early. Um, recently, uh, my lovely uh, mother-in-law, uh, Sandy, um she uh, wished me happy birthday a day earlier, which triggered a response from the WhatsApp group of people wishing me happy birthday. It took my wife, Caroline, to actually send a message and say, Actually, mom and everybody else, you're, whilst that's lovely, you're a day early. It created a lot of fun in our family because I often say, You know, um, The fact that uh, I'm I'm holding off from the years. And uh, so they were trying to get me to 51 earlier. Why do I say all that? Well, 740 years before Christ came into the world, there was a prophet by the name of Isaiah who prophesied the birth announcement. It was actually 740 years before Early. Wow. This man had seen the coming of the Saviour. And he wrote about it in the book of Isaiah. And that's where I want to take you to for a moment. And in Isaiah chapter 9 and verses 2, and then we're going to go to 6 and 7, he reads, The people walking in darkness, they've seen a great light. And on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Verse 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Interestingly, in the previous two chapters from Isaiah 9, so now in Isaiah 7, again, Isaiah writes in verse 14, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign, and the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel. As I said, this was 740 years before Christ came into the world. I love this about the Bible because the Bible knits seamlessly together and beautifully together. And it tells us and confirms that which was concealed Is now revealed. The old testament saw something, but in the new testament, it is now revealed. But for a moment, I just want to talk about verse two. It says again that the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. And this is speaking of Jesus. Interestingly, Jesus addressed the crowd when he was now in the earth and he became a man. And he writes, in, he said of him in John 8 verse 12, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. At the first coming of Jesus, Jesus came from heaven's paradise to earth's stable. And he came to the people who were walking in darkness. Why did this happen? Why was Jesus sent? Well, I'll tell you why. Because God and heaven is always concerned for people. People are the prize. And I want to say, if you're new to Arena Church today that we also believe that people are the prize. Not activities, not buildings, not ministries, but people. People are the prize. We are here to love and serve our world. People. We love to announce to people that everybody is somebody at Arena Church. And we too have been given a light, the light of Jesus And we as a church and we as a people are called to carry this light, to take the torch of heaven to earth and to people. But let's go back to the verse. It says, people walking in darkness. I listed a few things of darkness that people are walking in. Just bear with me for a moment and it may be that you are in this list. The darkness of debt, the darkness of disease, The darkness of despair, the darkness of disaster, the darkness of dismay, the darkness of desperation, the darkness of division, the darkness of destruction, and ultimately the darkness of death. All these these, all these things that flow from darkness are consequences of sin entering the world. Now, I don't know whether you need convincing that we are in darkness because it's not just the first century that we're in darkness or when Isaiah was seeing something that they were in darkness. This is our world today. And we see darkness. Let's look around us today. Watch the news. I was talking to somebody recently. They said they have determined not to watch the news. This is a person who's not in faith because of the terrible reporting that goes on. But if we was to look at the news and read reports, we see people who have been trafficked. We see the abuse of women. We see poverty across the world and also in our own communities. We see the evil deeds that people do. We see tyrannical leaders that oppress and condemn. And we see the deprivation and chaos that surrounds the states and neighbourhoods. It's bleak. And with all due respect, and we have people who are friends of ours on both political sides, we cannot expect the politicians or the councils or the police or educators or the medics who we honour and respect to fix the evils of this world. Because the tide of darkness and sin is relentless. And it's been in every decade and every era So you may ask yourself, Christian, okay, I've got it. We're in darkness. What is the answer? Well, the answer to the darkness that surrounded the people is light. And the answer and the antidote to sin is Jesus and his love and his forgiveness and his grace. Jesus, the light of the world, when we receive him, breaks every dark chain that surrounds our life so we recognize the people walking in darkness. But let's continue, shall we, in the other second part of this verse and the preceding verses that we've already read. Because it says in Isaiah 9, verse 2, that the people, yes, they were walking in darkness. They've now seen a great light. And on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. And then he describes this light. He says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders, and he'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I want to say people have seen a great light, and this light is not a force like some mystics would try and explain it. It's not an energy, it's a person. This is the person of Jesus. He was given a name. He was given an identity. He was given a personality. He was given a purpose and a mission. And it speaks this light of Jesus Christ, who is rightly described as all these qualities. I want to remind you again, he's the wonderful counselor. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting father. And he's the prince of peace. Jesus is the light that shines in the darkness. Do you see him? Do you see it? You see, what was concealed in Isaiah is now revealed. And it describes the coming of Jesus. I remember the Olympics being held in in London. And it was just a, a wonderful occasion and just the spectacular of the opening ceremony still rings in my imagination. And I remember the build-up to it as they light the Olympic torch and as they carry it from that place in, in, in Greece, Athens I believe it would be, and, and then as they as they travel it uh, through the, 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 the British Isles, and we are, happened to be in Ireland when it was coming through, in Northern Ireland, and it was quite amazing. And There were people who were partying, and streets were lined, and they were greeting the great celebrations of this torch, this light coming through. It got me when I was thinking about this message because we too have an opportunity. Do we just carry on with our business, crack on? Oh, it's just something coming through. Or do we stop and welcome the light? It may just be that at this Christmas time, you've done all the preparations, you've done all the wrapping, you've, you've got your Christmas lights up, you've, you've got it all set up, and you just now take a moment on this Sunday. And do you just stop? And can I ask you to consider to welcome the light, who is Jesus, I honestly believe that three things happen when we welcome the light of Jesus quickly. Number one, light reveals. You know that if you turn on a light in darkness, you can now see. And that is true of Jesus. As we welcome him, light reveals. What does it reveal? It reveals our hearts. It reveals our desperate state. It, re- it-, it takes that which was hidden, is now revealed to us. We now can see as you welcome Jesus, as you pray a prayer and you welcome him, maybe like Jesus' help, you will begin to see. But what I've realised as well is that the darkness of our embarrassment and the darkness of our shames, of our pasts, are taken away. I am thrilled that we have people who had questionable backgrounds and questionable experiences and they wouldn't want to shout around what they did, I want to tell you today that the shame and embarrassment, their darkness has been taken away. The darkness of our hearts are cleansed through the light of Jesus. We don't have to carry shame any longer. We are now forgiven and free as we welcome the light of Jesus secondly light illuminates I don't know whether you've ever been to the stage or the West End or a school performance and usually there's a spotlight that just lands on someone who they're wanting to showcase it draws attention to the star in that moment and light illuminates because this light was illuminated on Jesus, the main star, the main attraction. I, it pains me when I see the nativity scene shoved aside in shopping malls, a little, hid, hid away in a little corner. He is the reason for the season. And the light of Jesus illuminates and brings attention to God, our Father. Our Father who loves us has a passion and delight for you and he wants to bring his love. He actually wants you to be overwhelmed by the love of God. My prayer as I even preach today is that you will be overwhelmed by the amazing love of God and the light would illuminate your heart but also thirdly and lastly, light glorifies It's interesting that when Jesus came, light revealed it because the glory of the angels shone and revealed the the coming of Jesus and then the wise men followed a star that was brightly lit in the skies. And light glorifies. It's interesting to note that the shepherds and the wise men bowed down in worship to the little saviour born. In a manger. And the light that I'm speaking of is Jesus, and he is worthy of worship and praise. I love what it says in the book of Philippians, in chapter 2. May I just read it for a moment to you? It says there that God exalted Jesus to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, and at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, light glorifies. It takes us to the place of worship where we worship God for who he is, for his power and his love and his splendor in our lives. At this name, this Bible verse says, every knee will bow and worship. I would just simply encourage you, whether you are a Christian or whether you are wanting to pray a prayer to become a follower of Jesus Christ, to simply fall to your knees and worship the King. So light is amazing and the light we're speaking of is Jesus And as I just draw this simple message to a close on this great Christmas carols by candlelight, may I encourage each and every one of us who can hear this message, let me charge you with a number of things and challenge you with a number of things. Firstly, don't continue on the pathway of darkness, haunted and ridiculed by the voices of evil that come to each and every one of us outside of Jesus Christ. There is a change that can come, and it comes through a change of direction. And you begin no longer to walk on the pathway of darkness, but you now determine to step into the pathway of light. It's interesting, I've spoken to people and been with people in their final moments of death here on this earth, and they're Christian people. Their faith is in Christ. And occasionally, some see things. And they even say these things when I've been there and they've said, and they've articulated this way. I see a light. And this isn't the figment of their imagination. They literally see the light of Christ. And I believe in that moment, they see the light of heaven. They see the glory of God. They see the light of Jesus. And interesting, every time, these people are filled with such peace and calm. I believe they get a glimpse of heaven. This is what... God is wanting to do in your heart today, you will get a glimpse of heaven, you will see the light of Christ and all your chains and all your darkness would fade and light would come and this is the light of Jesus so as you walk on this new pathway, light shines on this pathway, you will hear the tender voice of Jesus that speaks lovingly and peaceably and graciously and it welcomes all This pathway, this pathway of light is is an invitation for everybody to step in. Leave behind the darkness of your pasts and walk in the light of the Saviour. I want to finish by praying. It may be today, you just know it. You've been walking in darkness, but today the light has come. Revelation has come. What was concealed has now been revealed you're illuminated in your heart. You feel the rush of love, the rush of God over your life. I wonder if you'd pray this prayer with me today. Jesus, today I acknowledge that you are the reason for the season. I thank you that you came into this world, into darkness. I was once in darkness, but now the light has come. To my life, and I recognize that you are the light of the world, and I receive your forgiveness, I receive your love, I receive your grace. I no longer walk on the pathway of darkness, but I'm determined to walk on the pathway of light that you have prepared for me. I receive you now as my Savior and my Lord. Friend, if I can say, if I can encourage you, if you've prayed that prayer, will you reach out to us at our offices? We'd love to send you a Bible. We'd love to send you some information. If you're nearby one of our locations, we'd love to welcome you. If you're not and you're you're distant, but there'll be a church nearby, a great Bible-believing church, we'd encourage you to go. Don't stay on this pathway of darkness. This change that has now come, this decision you've now made, Begin to walk in the pathway of light. I want to say again to each and every one of you, may you have a wonderful Christmas. May you experience increasingly the love, presence and peace of God. And as always, guys, I love you. I'm praying for you and I believe in you. So God bless you.